All right, guys. So um, thank you for checking out uh, this uh, particular live. This is actually going to be a podcast as well. Uh, it's going to be my 33rd podcast um, entitled My Brother's Keeper featuring uh, somebody really dope, uh, a, a vital uh a vitally important person in my life is my apostle, uh, Mar- uh, Marcus McIntyre. And, uh, yeah, uh, I don't, man, I guess, like, introduce yourself. Like, tell us about yourself, sir. Man, listen, uh, I- I'm here, man. I'm-, I'm just a guy trying to tell somebody about a bigger guy, man. I'm just, uh, I feel like it's dope, man. Uh, we're-, we're called to the lost. We're called to the rejected, man. Uh, we- we've been around here for a minute, been through it all, man. You know, so my, my life story is, is that God brought me from somewhere to be here, man. It, it, there's not a portion of uh, stuff that I don't understand. I know what it's like. Uh, you know, uh, I was molested early uh, wow. on in uh, early, gangbang, drunk, you know, uh, slept around, all that stuff way early. So my testimony, uh, you know, is a testimony of God bringing me out, man, to get to where I am, man. So, listen, I'm just excited for uh, God to be doing what he's doing, man, and, and, and I'm glad to be a part of what you're doing. Word. All right. I messed up. It was supposed to go live automatically, but I'm I'm recording the audio too. <laughs> oh, no, I'm good, man. No, so it worked out because I'm, I'm it's gonna be on the podcast, so that worked out. All right, guys. So for those who didn't uh, who missed out on that first part because I didn't hit the right button, uh, please forgive me. <laughs> but um, yeah, again, guys, this is gonna be my third third uh, podcast. It's gonna be uh, uh, entitled "My Brother's Keeper" and. Uh, uh, Apostle McIntyre, he's uh, like an, a vitally important person in my life, man. He was just sharing a little bit about who he is, and um, if you guys missed that part, wait a minute, y'all already like, hey, hey, it, my fault. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Look at it. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. My bad. <laughs> I looked. It said go. It said going live, and then it didn't do anything else. I guess I'll do a watch party to your live, or are they actually coming on to your live? They're good. I'm trying to invite people. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you can okay. do a watch party as well. That'll work. So I got it set up to where, like, we can look at their comments on on uh, with uh, uh, stream, with the stream thing. So, yeah. So, but, okay. Oh, man. My brother's keeper. Um, The reason why I, I thought about that, I thought about, like, myself. I thought about my friends. And I'm thinking about how people, uh, mm, okay, I'll just go ahead and say it. From a, I want to talk about this in two different perspectives. So men in general, I'll say it like that. Men in general, we already have strikes. But as black men, yeah, I'll just say it like that. As black men, we have like a bunch of strikes against us. And then we have some people that live up to negative stereotypes and then we have, like, of course, we have those that, like, they used to live up to those negative stereotypes. Now they're doing something entirely different. And then you got those guys that never did anything as far as negative stereotypes are concerned, but we're being lumped in, into one thing. So the reason why I'm calling my brother's keeper is because I, I feel as though we really need to be looking out for one another more than we aren't, if that makes any sense. No, no, it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. Um, you know, uh, I think the thing is, men, is we can be long rangers, mm, uh, mm-hmm. and, and because and because we're because we're long rangers, and uh, we've tricked ourselves to feel like we can't communicate, we end up doing it by ourselves. So we don't, well, to be honest, it's hard to be responsible for somebody else when you're trying to be responsible for yourself. Wow, wow. So. Mm. 
Hold on, rewind. <laughs> the last piece. No, that because that was good. We we call it basically we're we're being a long ranger, but then we find ourselves being responsible for other people in the same breath. Man, is it, it becomes at some point. Uh, what we'll do is is we will help somebody, uh, or we'll we'll go to be a brother's keeper. But here's something: is like, how do I be a brother's keeper, right? If if I've never been a brother before, right? Ooh. So it's really it's really hard and so what i end up doing is i end up making uh i end up doing my best to help you become but i don't know who i you know like but i'm still kind of struggling with my own identity hmm. uh, i'm still trying to figure out who i am um and i think that one of the best places of helping a brother be accountable is, is one of the best places to help a brother be accountable is when i'm accountable for myself okay Okay, I agree with that. We we that's something I talked. Oh, I forgot when I talked about that. Oh, so my cousin she said something about that, and I thought it was interesting because oh, I'm gonna maybe I can try to find that post. It was maybe like <laughs> a month or so back, so never mind. But she had said like she said uh, men want to be they want to lead until you have to be accountable, and I was like okay, I, I feel you on that because basically some men don't want to be accountable. So then my my one of my questions is, well. Why would you why would you pick somebody that that that's not accountable, right? That's one thing. If okay. we have if we have okay. to be accountable for ourselves, why would somebody else like choose you knowing that you're not really accountable for it, about anything? Why would you even put that person in that position? It was a couple other things that I uh, a couple of other questions that I posed. But even with that, you said the first thing is being accountable. So I think we know we know the answer, but for those who 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 aren't listening, I mean, who those who aren't in the faith or whatnot, or either whether in the faith or not, like who who should we be accountable to initially when we say okay, so accountable to myself, but how does that look? Because we we know that we, we can think what we think is right, and it could be a thousand percent wrong. So how, well, how does that uh, look? Account uh, accountability is about having a right moral compass. So um, morals and culture play. Uh, a major part in what I'm accountable to. Mm -hmm. So, um, man, accountability says that I don't have pride, um, uh, uh, you know, because I think that the reason why a lot of people aren't accountable is because of pride. I believe pride is a blocker for uh, accountability because here's what I can do. I can keep on... So, 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 so we can, so what happened is, is like accountability to me, right? Mm -hmm. I can do the same thing and, and not get a different result, right? And so we call that in, insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, right? But at some point, I make myself accountable for my action. So if I know that I'm doing wrong, I make myself accountable that I am, but the greatest sign of accountability is a changed action. Mm. There are so uh, uh, accountability is not just in recognizing that you're wrong. Accountability is about changing the action that I've just now identified. Wow! 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 Yeah, because it's just like <clears throat> like when somebody says, "Oh, I'm sorry," and it's like, "Okay, you apologize." So what are you going to do after that? Are you going to just continuously do the same thing, or are you going to? Or are you gonna do something something different? So yeah, this, the, the same thing applies with that. Um, Emmanuel, he said, or how do I keep others when uh, no one's kept me, especially us talking about black brotherhood? So yeah, that's it's. I, he said he said how do I how do I keep others when no one uh, kept me? Um, 
man, all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I want to answer it, but like, I, well, they don't matter. Like, people just gonna have to be able to handle the answer. Okay, like, um, because the dopest thing is, is some of us get to become what we never had. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so if we focus on the lack, then we'll never be able to establish or become. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that there are some of us that will get to be what we did not have. Right. Um, because here's some truth. There are some great fathers that never had a father. Uh, there are some great brothers that never had a brother. Or you can go, you can look at it all the way down the line. Mm-hmm. But again, it's also about, I don't know, I don't want to veer out of the accountability piece where we are. But we also have to remember, it's also about a he. It's also about healing. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's hard to be something to somebody when you're broken about what you didn't have. Mm. Mm. I felt that. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. And I mean, it, 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 the other thing is, how should I say this? There's people that we can look up to that we don't. I, at least this is just a thought. There's people that we can look up to that we've never ever been in their presence before. Like they don't even know that we exist, right? Uh, you have some people where, like, say for example, you got hip hop. You got people that listen to these people, listen to what these people are saying, and they have never been in that person's life, but they are so impactful, right? I will argue that the same thing can happen. Or tra- let me keep my headphones on. I can argue that the, the same thing can transpire and happen even if you haven't been in the, in the presence of somebody like that. But if you hear hear their words or they're saying something encouraging and it, and it, and it, and it impacts you, I think that's possible as well. That's just a, that's just a thought. No, I think it. Uh, I think I think it's very much so, uh, and I, I believe uh, it can be that way. Um, I, there are some things that are going to be believed that been raised or possibly were raised with a father, saw a father, whatever the case may be, right? Right. And so we were taught some things, but there are some of us that that had that had that that had a lack or an absence, and you caught some things. So for me. I believe uh, it's all on the person, where they are, the maturity of who they are uh, that dictates what they're going to be able to accomplish and what they're going to be able to do. Because, again, like I said, I don't I don't think I think that sometimes what we've done. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, y'all make sure y'all hit share. Yeah. Uh, but so um, I believe that what's happening with a lot of us, if we're going to deal with us as men and we're going to stay in that vein, I think that we. Uh, absence became the blame game. Mm. Uh, that when you don't have, when you have the absence of a mother, absence of a father, I get there are some things you miss, but there are some things that are provided and there are some things that you end up finding out about yourself that you can do uh, and that lack cannot take away from you. That's the other part of accountability is accountability is the absence of blame. Accountability is the absence of blame. What, okay, so what do you what do you mean by by accountability is the absence of blame? Basically, are you are you saying that we can't blame we can't we can't make excuses for something, right? Yeah. So like, what I'm oh, saying I did is, this because my dad isn't there, or I did this because I didn't have this in my life. It's like okay, yeah, I, and I I agree with that a thousand percent. It's like how long are we going to continue to use excuses to make bad decisions or bad choices or just live however we want to live how, how long can we continue to use as use that as a scapegoat because what that does is it creates a climate it creates an atmosphere that i begin to live in mm. so if if i if, if i'm playing the blame game 
and I haven't been able to make uh, sense of things, which is basically find out to be accountability. If I haven't made myself, here's the thing: I mean, there are some stuff you can't you can't say it's my father I didn't have a father, right? So you can't say that, right? Right. So, but here's the thing: that doesn't mean I have to look at my mom or look at your, you know a mother like you the issue because I didn't have a daddy. Wow. Do you get what I'm saying? Okay. So what I'm saying is, is when I come into when I come into accountability, it's like, okay, I did not have that, but I can still do X, Y, and Z because I have the ability to do that. But if I begin to look at lack, and then I make it lack, and then what I'll do is I make lack an atmosphere. Mm-hmm, I make mm-hmm. lack a climate, and so I'm living in the I'm living in the climate of lack. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to play. I'm going to blame everything. I'm going to place everything on this, so then I can act accordingly. Wow. So now that so now I begin to do. So now I build a culture of lack. So mm. everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm trying to get to, and all of the stuff, it ends up being how I'm living. I'm actually living out of an atmosphere that I created. Oh, okay. So this is going to be an interesting because it goes back to this. Is going to deal with the like the blanket statements. Right, cause like when when you're saying it like that, I'm like, man, I, there's a lot of us like that. You know what I'm saying? And I guess the, it's how do I want to ask this? Is a certain way I want to ask this? It's like how how if that's the case, if we're having this culture, far as like playing the blame game and using it as an escape goal, how much does that actually really happen? Do you think? As far as as far as with men are concerned. Because it's like the way it sounds, it seems like in some aspect, we can all do that. And then it just affects whoever we're around. And that's really, really, that's scary. That's scary. Well, for me, man, and I don't want to misquote anything. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to Bible this thing up. I know that you have a a multitude of, I know you have all kinds of listeners. So I don't want to Bible this thing up. But, um... Like we, if you, and I've taught you this, we've talked about this before. Um, like people have a skewed view of what Adam said. All right, I'm gonna go there. People have mm. a skewed view of what Adam says when they were found. Um, he's not blaming Eve when he says, Lord, it's the woman that you gave me. He's not blaming, he's not blaming, but he, he, he is recognizing the accountability between what he has. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm. okay, here, no, here's some truth because. I, like I said, we talked, you know, we talked, so it's like, hey, we were in this together, you know, like, so what I'm saying is, is like, he recognizes that they're together. Lord, mm. you gave her to me, right? Right. So when he said, so here's where I'm going, and this is, why, this is why I'm saying that. So when he says that, here's what makes sense to me, is that that's not a blame. You know, like, I want to acknowledge what you have given to me. Here's what we don't, here's what happens when we begin to place blame. I lose the acknowledgement of what God has given to me. When I don't make myself accountable, and I'm not saying, because here's one thing, I can, here's what I do. When Marcus McIntyre is accountable, Say, you know, I messed up or I did this, mm-hmm. but here's what I realized in my perspective. I have the ability to do better, right? So I have right. the ability to do this. That's but I get that in accountability. You don't get that in blame. Mm. Okay. You get it, you, wow. you get what I'm saying? So you, so you so you don't you don't get that in blame. So here's what happens. If Adam blames Eve in that moment, he still he doesn't get the continuance of what is to come accountability is the continuance of what is to come that now i can rebound i can be restored i can do this i can do whatever but blame keeps me there 
So when you're saying how long have we been doing it, we've been doing it a long time. Yeah. We, be, we play we play cards that keep us bound. It's not mm. that some stuff doesn't exist, but it's the heart posture you say stuff in. We oh. can talk about slavery. We yeah. can talk about that stuff. That stuff was real. That stuff was true. And, you know, and, but here's the thing. Now, in our later day, it's the heart posture you say stuff in. You know, I, I could walk right now into a restaurant and they could be all out of food. And just because I'm black, I could just, you know, whatever and be like, oh, you just don't want to take me because I'm black, right? Right. And so I can fight you. That's but crazy. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so, oh, man. So, because uh, you said something that's going to lead into something else. Okay. So far as us understanding our our worth as men that's what's going to segue into because oh, you, Lord. yeah no 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 but no but no but what you it's a setup it's a setup apostle you know what i mean we throwing each other layups so <laughs> or alley oops <laughs> so um it makes me think about well what is our worth as a man because account of you were saying that accountability will make us say okay i am capable of bouncing back i am capable of making changes right i, I recognize that i did something wrong here or something transpired or whatever it is that something transpired here, but I am capable of making a better change. But you're saying with blame, that doesn't. It'll just say we just play our cards and be like, oh well, it just it is what it is, and blah blah blah. So, what if we don't understand our? And you know what's funny? It makes me think about uh, referencing Adam again. We understood that Adam knew who he. We understood that Adam knew who he was, so he just kept going. He he was he felt some type of way. He said what he said, but when God was like, "Man, you gonna have to till this land, bro," he ain't like, "Well, you know, I'm not the presence of God. I can't do anything anymore. I can't name animals." He kept working, and then he, I mean, and in a roundabout way, it doesn't say in the scripture, but obviously he taught his kids about God, about being in the presence of God. He taught them all these things, so he didn't just just wallow in whatever was going on and blaming that he took accountability for his actions he said you know what i did make a choice god told me to do this i didn't do that now he's telling me to do xyz now i got to go forward with that but i, I will argue and say it's because one guy spoke to him and he knew who he he knew who he was right and i and i think that's the thing that that's what I'm, i want to segue into now as far as like us as men how do we find out I understand our worth as men this is something I said before in a, in a uh, couple of podcasts and Facebook lives is that I argue that you can't find your worth in your money you can't find your worth as a man with your money you can't find your worth with as a man with social status uh, so you got financial status social status or far as your 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 sexual performance but as but for some reason this is like a worldwide thing as as men we tend to think that that's what makes us a man Uh, how much money we make for the most part our social status and how we perform sexually uh, well i will argue at least here in the states we think that right back in the day to my understanding back in the day it was like your work ethic or your character and i guess for the most part like slowly but surely we started to see more of the 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 light the latter three right so but how do we figure out who we are as men without using these outside uh stimuli to 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 uh dictate to us what who we are as men uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh that's uh 
That's good, man. <laughs> uh, you know my view, man. So, I mean, we no, can go I'm here in. for it. No, no, no. It's all good. Uh, we, go, I mean, uh, everybody needs to hear it. Everybody so, needs all to right. Hear it. So, so, for me, if you're talking about establishing the value of man, so we're going to talk about establishing the value okay. of man, then that means I have to understand the value of the breath that was blown into me. Mm. Okay. Uh, now, and, and I get everybody's not saying, but if I'm going to understand the value of me of myself as a man, I have to under one more time. I have to understand the value of the of the value of the breath that was blown into me. Okay. I'm established value because a king. You check this out. You want to go there? A king blew breath into me. So I'm I'm valued, right? So mm -hmm. I, I I have to see myself as something. Mm -hmm. Like, so even when people say that he took from the dirt of the ground or the dust of the ground, right? Mm -hmm. When people say that, people sometimes don't even see value in dirt, right? There's, oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. There's a book I read years back. It was uh, by Napoleon Hill. And then his other brother, um, he kind of like expounded on some things. And he talked to, oh, Man, uh, I want to like go in my closet right now and grab my notes because I took notes like this is back in like 2014. Hey, listen, he, he, we 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 was we we about to, we about to go in. We we we're, we're about to go in. Uh, you can't you you can't talk to me about uh, about man. I, I love the biblical uh, study of man. I, I think I've studied uh, Adam to his fullest. I've got some right. great revelation on that. I ain't playing. <laughs> I am not playing. This is this is something from 2013, 2014 when I first moved here to Texas. This whole thing is filled. I need to actually go back and read it. But it was called Schemes, Plans, Thoughts, Ideas, Dreams, and Goals. This was a book I had when I first got here. And um, I was doing a lot of stuff in my life trying to figure out life moving here to Texas. But the book I was reading, let me find it, because I took, I took a lot of notes when I was reading that. So listen, if y'all are coming in and y'all are tuning in now, we're all, we're, we're talking about the value of man. We're, we're talking about the value of men finding their value. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're getting close. But basically, he was saying, as far as like, your worth as a human being, we have, we're made of all these different elements. But all these right, of course. All these different elements, like, they actually have, like, monetary worth. Like, different elements that we're made up of actually has monetary worth that they use it for something is really weird. Well, well that's that's the that's why man has to know. This is why man has to understand how valuable and how versatile mm. uh, man is made. It wasn't just some kind of dust. Right. We're looking at dust from a perspective now, or we're looking like dirt now, right? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We have to remember how detailed God formed the world with, and this is the original man. So we have to realize the value and the versatility of the ground because this was of the earth right so right. you have to realize that and, and when a man can understand that that what he used and the breath that was blown then you can understand your true essence or the true value of, of you as a man right you get what i'm saying yes, so um, and and so i believe that because we let society tell us that we ain't nothing uh mm. you let, or, or, or we become defined by uh people telling us who we are who we're not we have allowed people to really dictate to us who we are not mm. a lot of what people are saying are not the value of who we are they're really giving us negative it's a negative view exactly. on, on 
on, on, on because again, that we have to understand again, God loved us enough to blow his breath into us and establish mm-hmm. us. Um, and so uh, a man's true value to me, and this is me, maybe I'm maybe I'm too safe, but a man's value to me is how he understands his creator. Right. So no, that makes sense. Un- the more you understand your creator, the more you understand your own value. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, man. Okay. So I, f- I found an over, right? So this is the part, and it's going to correlate with what you were saying. I remember, I remember writing this. Oh man, that's crazy! I haven't really looked at this notebook in like six, seven years. That's crazy. All right. So one point he says, the point I'm trying to make is that you are, you are much more than meets the eye. You are an immensely valuable. You are an immensely, you are immensely valuable as a human being. But you are unlike any human being who ever lived, ever will live. Despite your present conditions and circumstances, you are one of a kind. You are priceless. And that, 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 I need to go back and just look over these notes. But when I read that book, then it stuck out because he was writing from a perspective as a believer. He kind of like, Hey, I am a believer, but I ain't gonna be preaching at y'all, but I want to let y'all know I am a believer. And so that, but that, that spoke volumes because it goes back to if you understand and learn who your creator is, you'll just understand, like, yo, this dude, dude, took all this time to create me before I was even placed into this shell, he had already created me. He knew me. He he had plans for me. He had all these things. He placed all these gifts, and something that uh, that that you say a lot, Apostle. He's like, you're dope. You say that on on uh, on every single one of your motivations, right? Your Monday, uh, your morning motivations, right? You say you, at the end of it, to my understanding, you always say, hey, I just want to remind you guys that you are dope. And there's a lot of us, um, especially men, that that feel as though. We, we aren't dope or we aren't good or we aren't this and we aren't that because we, we may compare ourselves to other people or even far as the negative words that you had mentioned, like people have sown negative words into us for like forever in a day. So now we're like, okay, if somebody says you're a king, it's like, um, okay. It's a lot, it seems like there's a lot of deconditioning that we have to, to have because I would say because with that deconditioning, it plays a part in us examining ourselves and actually walking in accountability versus, you know what I'm saying, playing the blame game. So. Oh, man. Uh, man is valuable, man. And, and, and men have to get to the understanding to know uh, how valuable they are. Uh, and, and and I don't want to lessen anything, uh, you know, with the ladies. All right, so I, I, here's the other thing about men finding out who they are. When men find out who they are, one of the things women are going to have to understand that watch this or they listen to your podcast is a, a man needs affirmation. So if we're going to talk about value. Let's talk. Rewind. Rewind. Sorry. A man needs affirmation. Uh, literally, when man is 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 even when God spoke after He created everything, He went to say that it was good, right? Right. The affirmation mm. was the manifestation of what He called it. Mm. When God when God allow when God allows Adam to name the animals, mm-hmm. the affirmation was the manifestation of what He called it. Help me understand that. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to like wrap my mind around it. I'm like, help. Wait because a minute. Because think, 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 think along the line. Think along the line. Think along the lines of this. 
you only affirm, watch this, what is good. Did you just see what this it man will manifest? Did you see what this <laughs> man just wrote? No, I'm a, I got a watch party going on the outside. Who said oh, what? Okay, this uh, Lavelle Eagle said it puts an S on his chest. Validation does. And, and I wasn't trying. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be deep. But the reason why I wanted us to understand that is because watch this. If I, when Adam is talking to God, because here's here's some of the greatest things that happens, right? And you know me and you walk through this thing, right? Yes, so he's talking and he's communicating to God, right? Because hmm. and so it's through communication. That you're gonna get affirmation, right? Because you go and and here and here's the thing: it's right communication. So let me not just put it all on the ladies, like ladies aren't affirming men. I do want to say this: that there also has to be a lot of communication that says you need to be affirmed. You cannot yeah. be prideful and be and have an ego to make it seem like you don't need to be told. But here's some truth. Again, watch what happens. That's a bird. Here comes the manifestation of a bird. If it was wrong, it would never been a bird. Oh snap! That's a that's a crocodile. Here comes the crocodile. If it wasn't if it was wrong, it would have never been a crocodile. God would God never God never let God would never let something at that moment exist that should not be. The affirmation was the manifestation of it coming into existence. <sighs> now I'm tracking. I'm just like I'm like. <laughs> you get what I, you, you get. Oh, I'm sorry. What I was gonna say, because that's no, something. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. That's what. Uh, uh-uh. something that I've said before was like, like I know my love language, and that's you know what I'm saying. That's my love language. Like, yo, like don't. You can tell me what I'm doing wrong all the time. Okay, cool. I'll fix that. I'll correct it. Now what? Are you gonna, you know, what I'm saying? I think, I think some of us we we deal with that. We're used to somebody always saying something negative. It's like, but when are you gonna say something good? When are you going to acknowledge the good? Not behind my back, not behind closed doors with other people. That's cute that you can praise me behind my back. But what about in front of me? Because that, you know what I'm saying? Because that made, because what I, what I, what you made me think about instantly. Because you said whatever God named something or caused something. Because he did it with, he, God did it within, him, within himself. He did it with Adam. And it's like, if, if he called it this and it didn't work. I mean, how, it's a certain way you said it. But basically... You were saying that it wouldn't exist if it was the wrong thing. It wouldn't exist. And all I thought was, well, let there be light. I'm like, man, what if he had said something else? <laughs> would there be light or would there be, would there be, would nothing happen? Well, well, see, that's the thing. Like, Adam mimics, Adam, <sighs> Adam mimics God. Mm. So when, when Adam, because remember, God spoke and it was. Come on, listen. Ad, God spoke and it was. Adam had that same ability. Mm. Adam spoke, and it was. That's a bird. It's a bird. It's so. But here's what I'm saying is, is that you have to realize is that God is in control still. Even mm. though Adam has the ability, God is in control still. Right. So the affirmation of what Adam says, so God is not giving Adam a pat on the back because he called it that. Mm. He's not giving him a pat on the back every time, but the affirmation at that moment was the manifestation of it coming into existence. And so what I think that we don't talk about in relationships, especially with women, Mm. or they don't get, or here's what happens with men, is that we really don't get to the part of the manifestation of the affirmation, right? Oh. 
so we don't get to that part. We don't get to that particular place. And so when you're dealing with a relationship, you're talking about a man and value. There's something you said earlier that I wanted to jump in on is that what we don't realize is how many men are feeling like they're not valuable because they're not getting affirmed. Mm. Because there are some men that are waiting to know that they're doing good, right? Yeah. Society says that all men are dogs, right? Right. And, and then we got the sisters and uh, the, the eight sisters, the sisters and eight sisters, <laughs> you know, all got bad men. They, everybody has bad relationships. Right, but what right. about the but what about the ones who need to be affirmed? So now they're finding value or they're taking on, remember, they're taking on this thing. They're taking on this culture. They're taking on these characteristics. And I believe that that's one thing that men lack is men lack affirmation. And so because men lack affirmation, I believe those are some of the things that women end up getting a broken man yeah. because, because this man doesn't know what it feels like to be built up right. already. You get what right. I'm saying? You know what's funny? Um, a sister said this before. She, uh, we want to go. I'm gonna try and really get into all this, but what she said was, "A man's fragility is not my responsibility." And I was like, "Bro, what type of dude?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I see, you saw <laughs> and I was just like, "Huh? Say it again. You want me to say it again?" She said, "A man's fragility, fragility is not my responsibility." And I'm like, "Wait a minute." Proverbs 31 says that a man trusts his heart. His heart trusts his wife. He's able to be vulnerable and trust her with his heart, right? Unless I'm missing something here. So I'm like, so far as him being vulnerable, and I'm like, well, let's look at Samson. Samson's shown his vulnerability to the wrong person. But that's not her responsibility. His fragility, his vulnerability is not her responsibility. And I was like, bro, the Bible don't even say that. We're supposed to be loving one another. <laughs> so I'm like lost, but, but people run with that because they're dealing with that because they have dealt dealt with hurt men, and what's actually sad these hurt and broken men weren't affirmed correctly. Even if they have this big head or have an ego, they still weren't affirmed correctly, let alone corrected correctly, right? So I'm like, I'm like, man. <laughs> so I don't know. That, when you said that, 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 it made me think about that because it's like, well, what if the person is just like, hey. I do want you to affirm me. I want you to appreciate the things that I'm doing good. If you appreciate it, it's going to make me want to do it more. Why would I continue to, like, do that and you just still look at me sideways? It's like, am I doing the right thing? Uh, you know, I'm sending you text messages. Good morning, beautiful. And you know, because some women do that. Like, like good, good morning, beautiful. I want a text message. There's a meme that said that, Apostle, where she, she, the dude is right next to her and she wakes up hits him and she's like where's my text message good morning he's like bro i'm right next to you <laughs> but but the thing is like do you appreciate those things are we are those things being taken for granted and another thing i was going to say was there's an instance where some men are like um i am that type of dude i am doing these things i'm doing all these things the right way and then you have some people say well what do you want you want to you what do you want us what do you want from us you want us to say good job keep it up nah that's what you're supposed to do and it's like <laughs> what what do we what do we do? I don't think that I don't think nobody want my view on that. I don't you know that whole agility responsibility. I want your view. I want your view. I want your view. Well, well, man. Um, uh, all the smoke. Yeah. All the smoke, apostle. All the smoke. 
is, right? It's uh, it's all of what type of woman she is. Mm. It's all of what type of woman she is. Um, mm. Because a rib protects the heart, right? Oh, yep. Right? Mm-hmm. My, so. Hold, I'm sorry, real quick. Hold on, because I'm just looking at this like, I mean, it's like, hold up. So y'all got women's uh, celebration day, Mother's Day, y'all take our Father's Day. Help us understand. I just, I just, cause, cause here's the thing. Okay, right. So I, I, I heard what she was saying, but I'm saying like, if she's a real rib now, I'm, I'm talking about a real woman understands where she came from, right? Mm. And part of where she comes from is part of what protects her man, right? Now I'm, now I'm, I'm only talking, I'm only talking to a real woman. No, I, I, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't for play, uh, playing house. I'm, ta- I'm talking about real woman because literally, ribs are part of my protection as a man. That's part of, that's part of, that's part of, that's part of, that's part of it, what encloses me. So if she's a real rib, she is responsible. Because she understands the responsibility of my safety. That's right. This oh. woman understands not only the responsibility of my safety, but she guards part of what that's right, my heart, because she's part of my rib. That's right. So I'm just saying, if she's a real woman, yeah, she's going to be responsible. She's going to be responsible for my fragility because she understands how fragile I am. Because if she's really a part of me when I don't have her, I'm missing something. I'm just saying. You get mm. what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just the people. People don't want. People don't want me to talk. I told you, people don't want me to talk. No, I want you to talk. That's what you're here for, Apostle. <laughs> they ain't just gonna be like just saying some nice political, yeah, politically I'm correct just, stuff. Nah, but, but because 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 every because every woman ain't a rib. Like you, you got you 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 got some you got some. No, no, every woman is a rib, but some people don't understand their identity yet, and so you can't you can't take comments from a foot chick. You can't you can't take comments. From a foot chick about how to guard a heart because a foot chick ain't never been near a heart to know how to guard it. And what I mean by a foot chick is because if you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to act accordingly. Let's let's, let's step let, let's step off that foot. I'll be quiet. <laughs> no, because I'll I be felt, quiet. I felt hurt. I was like, oh god. Okay. So <laughs> wow. That, I mean that that in itself is like that's good because now. I think of I think of David, and I say, I think, and I say I, I think of David when I say David was he was a worshiper and a and a warrior in the same breath. So he knew how to fight, but he knew how to be vulnerable or or, or naked before God. He knew how to do he knew how to operate in both manners. And I think I think in general a foot chick, right? <laughs> Boy, you didn't, you feel a pulse and the folk the pulse is like delayed because you <laughs> Jesus. Okay. But in reference to a husband, because I think it's vitally important, right? The thing is, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still no good right now. <laughs> but the, the, because for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I can honestly say I'm one of those brothers where I'm like, yo, I'm actually a good dude. And I know like a handful of cats personally that fit that category, but then we're overshadowed by these dudes that that aren't doing right. But what I want to say is, I want to segue into the next thing, and I actually want to talk about um, our role as as a husband is concerned. And okay. I'll, please, y'all pray because I don't know why it's freezing. Y'all pray. 
it, 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 this don't happen. Now, I honestly believe it's because my man, my apostle, is on here preaching <laughs> and giving us golden nuggets. And the enemy don't want y'all to catch it. He don't want y'all to pick up what he's putting down. So y'all pray. No, but what I'm thinking is um, far as like our role in the faith as brothers in the faith and as a okay. husband, right? Okay. Something that you have said, and you've said a lot of things ever since I moved here to San Antonio and joined the well. And even before the hand, you said things that resonated with me. So when I moved down here, I knew like this is where I'm supposed to be at. Right. Hey, but, keep, keep going. I keep going. I'm going to grab my charger real quick for this down. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, what I was going to say, and, and when he gets back, something that my apostle said in reference to men in the faith, especially at our, uh, at our place of worship, he, he said that, he said he's not going to let, um, it's a certain way that he said it. Help me, Holy Spirit. It's a certain way that he, that he said it. But he said he's not going to let, um, th- it's like a spirit of neglect for the men. He said, I'm not going to let that spirit of neglect, I'm paraphrasing here, he, but he basically said, I'm not going to let the spirit of neglect for men destroy you. Right? He said, he said, I want all the men to come up here. Right? He said, I want all the men to come up here. And he said, I, I want you guys to understand that the men are, men are vitally important to the body. I don't want you guys to forget that, right? And so for the most part, we've been wrestling within the faith. We've been wrestling with this machismo, this uh, the uh, the matriarch and the, the the patriarch type of vibe going on because of a lot of um, pride. It go it goes right back to pride. And essentially, pride will separate us. Pride will destroy us. Pride will literally destroy us as a body. Pride will destroy us as brothers and sisters in in the faith. So at one point in time, you had a lot of men doing stuff, telling women they can't do X, Y, Z, right? It was. It was, Pastor. It was. Hey, real quick, shout out to Pastor Nicole. (laughs) She's amazing. She, hey, hey, hold on. Let Let me say something real quick in reference to affirmation because apostle of course you you always affirm me and i really appreciate you doing this but she said something and it, she, once she corrected me it was an interesting correction the way she said it but then she affirmed me in the same breath so ladies it is possible to affirm a man i'm gonna say that again ladies it is possible to affirm a man you can do it now if you don't want to do it that's a problem i think that's a problem if you won't do it well he okay all right bro no, but um, um, me, I, I, I'm gonna be transparent here. I wrestle with timidity, timidity when it comes to me, uh, uh, when it comes to praise and worship, right? As far as leading things, um, I get nervous. Is this, that, this, and the third? And, and I mean, you have said it before, Apostle. I don't know what happened, but it, she said something and it, it clicked. I was like, okay, bet. And so from that point out, I've been like really. Plus, you've said a bunch of stuff just in general. Right, as far as like worship, as far as leading is concerned. So all that coupled together, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Get somebody, get some people that really love and care about you and want to see you grow. All right. Especially this is the, I, I would argue and say when people say they want to they want to be a power couple, this would be an example of a power couple, right? Because they both want to see you, both individuals, both husband and wife want to see you grow, right? And they're going to pour into you, and they're going to correct you, and they're going to do it all in love, right? So anyways, 
She said, she basically said, Gerard, you did a good job, but I need you to be more bold. I need you to be confident. I might have to pull it, pull up the text message because I can't, I don't remember it verbatim. But she basically said, basically, hey, yo, stop being a punk. <laughs> stop being a punk when you know you don't. Right? But that's how she, that's how she, she, she didn't say it like that. That's just how I interpreted it. Right? But uh, Pastor, Pastor, you didn't say it like that. You didn't say it like that verbatim. But basically, you were just like, hey, you are, you have this gift. Don't let the enemy punk you. And I'm like, all right, yes, ma'am. You know what I mean? And I've been having a, I, I had a, a, a mindset to be like, all right, let me step forward. Let me step forward. Let me be more bold. Let me be more bold. Right? Because even scripture says, don't look at the faces. Right? We still have, we still have a job to do. Right? So anyways, that was that. That's, that's all I wanted to say real quick as far as like, women, you can affirm a man. If some of y'all think y'all can't do it, okay. All right. Anyways, but um, far as men are concerned, so basically I was just uh, referencing, I don't know if you heard it because you, uh, you had grabbed the charger. So far as uh, men in the faith, what, what okay. and, then, and then segue into husband husbandry, right? But uh, men in the faith in general, what is our role? Because it seems like a lot of things change. We hear some people say that it seems like it caters more to women now. Now, we know at one point in time in history, it catered more to men, and then it flipped. I'm like, but that was never supposed to be the case. It's supposed to cater to both people, and technically, we're all supposed to cater to God. But so what, what is our role as a, as a man in the faith? So you you want, you want me to talk? Yes, sir. Good. No, 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 I'm done. Go ahead, sir. You got it. You want me, you want, no, I, I was laughing because I'm like, because you, like, I laugh. I know we're on this live. And I know you're doing your podcast, but I, I don't think people really know how I possibly, how, but I don't want to say hard, but how I am about men, right? I don't think that people know I know my, my stuff, right? So you're talking about to segue into the husband. Uh-huh. We're talking about a man of faith, uh, a man of faith, a man, one that, I think that a lot of things we don't understand is when we talk about a man of faith, that means I have the breath of God. Amen. That means I have the breath of God. You, you get what I'm saying? That, mm. that means that means he made me a living being, right? So that means right. I have the breath of God in me. So before, now on my way to marriage, I want to talk about on my way to being a husband so we can get men to being a husband, right? Okay. okay. So if, if that means the first thing that I have before I ever have a woman I have the breath of God. That's order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He blew breath in, caused Adam to live. Right. My next thing as a man of faith is to be able to worship. Mm-hmm. Remember, we, 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 walk, we walk through this. Yeah, yeah. The, I garden, this. the garden is metaphorically a, uh, uh, is metaphorically a temple. Right, where, right. Where, where Adam, where Adam gets to to walk in the, you know, the, we talk about the cool of the day and all that. But here's the intimacy of it: is Adam is tasked to worship. Mm. Before I, again, before I get woman, I've got God. I've got the, I've got, I've got the breath of God, and I've got intimacy. I've got worship. Wow. Yeah. And so I know that there. I know that. I, 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 here's. Oh man, I, I, I don't want to talk to women, but I know women are possibly on here because I know there ain't a lot of dudes on here. Mm-hmm. So, hey, hold on, real quick, Apostle. Ladies, if you guys are watching this, please share it so a brother can hear. <laughs> don't and don't and when you share, don't say, "Man, you need to listen." <laughs> don't don't say it like that. Say, "Hey, this is something really dope for the fellas. This is something really good for the fellas." 
is, is going to be encouraging and uplifting. Use your words, right? We as uh, uh, elementary teachers, they, they they say that to the kids. Use your words. You're able. I'm sorry, real quick, Apostle, before you get into this. <laughs> Ladies, I'm going to say this real quick. Scripture talks about, and it talks about uh, from a negative perspective, how uh, an adulterous woman lips, her, her words drip like honey, right? That's from an adulterous woman. Now, what if a woman that's righteous? You know what I mean? Like, how that look? Like, you mean to tell me that an adulterous woman, a woman in the night, a woman that's in sin, can use her words a certain way to get a man to do what she wants him to do, but you in the faith, you that love God, you that have the Holy Spirit, you be sitting there speaking in tongues, prophesying, all this good stuff. You can't use your words a certain way to, to, to encourage and uplift a man. That speaks volumes. All right? So I said that to say, use your words. It says uh, uh, a, a soft answer turns away wrath, right? Certain use your words a certain way. If you want men to listen to it, share, the, share share this video, share this live, and word it a certain way to where it's gonna make a man say, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm gonna let her. I'm I'm gonna check this out. Or this may be a challenge for some of y'all because it's gonna what's gonna happen is you're gonna say something a certain way in a light to where it's gonna make the man say, hmm, she ain't never talked like that before. You probably never talked like that before. So now he's gonna check it out. But you want this man to listen to it. Use your words. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pastor. The last no, thing you were saying, no, no, far no, as no, like, no, 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 you good. The last you thing you said was uh, worship. As far as uh, men are concerned. So, so, so the guard, so, the, so, so the garden is is metaphorically a, a temple. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so he's got he's got the breath of God. The breath of God is blowing in a man. Uh, he gets to spend time with God. Uh, a man. Uh, or a man of faith, you can only consider yourself a man of faith if you're spending intimate time to know him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. This is this is worship. He ain't saying it. He's worshiping God. He is communing with God. He has an intimate relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so when you, I want to go back to the term you used, man of faith, right? Mm-hmm. So listen, you're not a man of faith just because you go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 women, you think you're getting you a, a man of God because he goes to church on Sunday. And guess what? Just because he goes to church on Sunday doesn't make him a man of God. All right. All right. So the, 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 the intimate time and not only the intimate time, but after I am intimate with him and the application that comes with intimacy, there's application that comes with intimacy. If I'm a man of faith, not only am I communing and I'm intimate with him, I, I come. I, there is an application portion that I now apply so that now you can see that I'm a man of God. It's not good enough for me to wear a man of God T-shirt. It's not going to be to get a title, man of God. It is good for people to see the application of the time that I'm spending, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So communication, right? This is what we're talking about. So now because I've been intimate with him, the true form of intimacy or the true form of worship that I've gotten in this experience is something called communication. So God has allowed me to communicate with him. Wow. So then when I go to so then when I go so when I go as a man of God to communicate, I see what I communicate. <laughs> Mm. You see what you can. I can see what I communicate. Okay. Because I am the kind of man that God has given me the ability to call it and it and it manifests, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're talking. So guess oh. what? <laughs> right. Oh, this but all I the learned, time, y'all. <laughs> but I but I but I but I learned that in worship. I learned that in my time with Him. I learned that with Him. 
I spent time. So now when I go to communicate, it actually, I see what I communicate. That's a bird. Come on, Adam, that's you. Adam, you're right. That's a bird. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, we're going to call it bird. You know, you, that's a fish. Okay. We're going to call it fish. So literally the thing that we say we can't do, man was created to do. Mm-hmm. We say that men have lack of communication, but we were created to communicate. Mm. So we have, so we, hey, listen, mm. this is, a, this is, this is if I know him. This is stuff that I learned if I know him. This is stuff that I get because through that in the form of communication, I got vision and I got vision in my intimate moment with him because what I now see, I call. Right. So I've got vision and communication. So again, we're talking about the makeup of a man of God, the breath. Uh, I've got the breath of God in me. I've got intimacy and in my intimate moments with him, in my intimacy with him, I've got vision. And now I communicate what I see. And the reason why that's important, and I don't want to jump ahead, you know, but the reason why that's important is because when I can communicate what I see, then that means I'm going to be able to discern what's not right. Mm. I've spent enough time with God to be able to discern what is not for me. So he's able to discern what's not for him. Right. It it does not say that he slept with or tried. And that is the problem with us as men. The problem with us as men is that in our pursuit to get to the wife, the Bible, the Bible says he searched through the beasts and the animals. And I'm not being, I'm not being crass and vulgar and calling women beasts or animals. But what I'm saying is the Bible says that he searched through. He did not say he slept with. Right. He did, he did, he did not have to sleep with everything that he saw in order to find out if they were suitable or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That part, that part. And, 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 here, and the church is not exempt because a, a, a lot of men of gold were sleeping through. Yep. All right. Yep. And, and, and so that's why it'd be, it, that's why the term man of God doesn't mean as much or carry the weight that it used to, mm-hmm. unless people can see the manifestation of their time with him. So, so he searched through the beast and the animals and he found nothing suitable. Right. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. So then that's when you're talking about becoming a husband. These are all of the things, the man of God to the husband. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of God. I should be a man of God first. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't always happen. And this is, sometimes it happens out of order. I get it. But I should be a man of God first. Mm-hmm. I should be a man of God. And the things that I learn as, as I'm becoming a man of God will, will help me to be a husband. It'll get me to being a husband. Right. Because I have a great moral compass. I have principles. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I have a standard. Mm-hmm. I have One more time. I have a standard. I, as a man, I don't settle. Right. I did not. I said I did not settle in my search. Oh, oh! I'm sitting there examining myself right now. Like, how many times has that happened? Yeah, I did not. I did not. I did not settle in my. You, when you don't settle in your search, God will provide. He that finds, right? It said, "He that finds," right? Right. We, we use that, right? Mm-hmm. He that finds, right? So if it says he that finds, right? Check this out. You have to have the discernment to know what you found. You only get that by the time you spent. Uh, one more time, I want to. We talk about man of God. You yeah. only get that by the time you spent. Yeah. Because you gotta know. You gotta know that you found a good thing. You can't call it good unless you've been able to discern that. You gotta know Ooh, what that is. Wee. Right. And oh, so, man. and so he does not sleep with what he searched through. He don't do. He didn't do that. So literally, when God puts him to sleep, when I'm, and so let's go back to everything that you said on this podcast. Let's go everything that you said on this line about men knowing their value, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's why a man has to know your, his value is because you, when a man knows his value, he knows the value of what God gives him. Yeah. 
because what God, God doesn't God doesn't pull something out of thin air to provide for him. God reaches inside of him to provide what he needs. Ooh. Ooh. And so a man a man has to know his work and his value because what's coming outside of you came from inside of you. Oh man. <laughs> so you so you have to know your worth. You have to have an understanding because the value of who you are is the value of who she is. She's so dope and she's so valuable that God still, now Adam doesn't, I said this before, Adam does not have a last name, right? Mm -hmm. But Adam is a man, right? Right. And so when she is now on the side of him, they call her woman, man, which is another word for wound man. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Look at the value. Valuable enough that I see her, I see me in her. Mm. Can you see your, Can you see yourself in her? I see me in her. She's wound man. I see me in her. My value. She's just as valuable as I am. I see me in her. She's wound man. I see her in me. And so here's the thing. If I'm going to treat myself bad, that means I'm going to treat her bad. You know what? I know my value. Yep. I treat me good, I'm going to treat her good. Yep. I was just something you know what's funny. I had posted this on my uh my IG like earlier today, and I was saying something like that. As far as like us learning our love languages, and I made the argument, this is like a couple years ago, and I made the argument that what did I say? I said, How how can I love you if I how can I love you if I don't even love myself? Like I can't even love myself correctly to love you a certain way, right? And of course that applies to like both parties, right? We have to understand ourselves, know each other, love each other. You know what I'm saying? Love our own self first before we can even render that, right? And it, but I would say like, if you understand your worth, then you understand who that person is and what the, who who they are to you or what they're not to you. So that all that, all of that, that that makes sense. All that makes it, sense. It, it it all matters, man. On both ends, we can talk about men, but when we talk about men, how we are as men, it affects what we're gonna get as a woman. That's the thing. All of that right there, and it matters because I know my place as a man. Mm -hmm. She knows her place as my wife. So if God wretch inside of me and put her on the side of me, she know her place. She don't belong above me. She don't belong in front of me. She don't belong behind me. She belongs beside me. And right. I, as a man, know that she belongs beside me. So, right. so, so that means this is going to dictate how I am as a husband because I know my value. And so with me knowing my value, I got, I've had vision before I got her. Mm. I've had all these things before I got her. Okay. So when she's now beside me, I'm able to provide the things that she need because she is beside me. So she's not coming in. Now here's the thing. We're going to build something together, but I already built something before I got her. Wow. Okay. You know what? I, I got a couple of questions. You just said, you said something right there. And I'm like, okay, don't forget that. You know what? I'm going to get into that first. And then I'm going to get into the next question if I can remember it. So the first question is when so when a woman is saying where are we going? Where are we? Where 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 are we going? You know what I'm saying? Like when they saying where are we going? Like where do they think we're going to take them? What do they think that, that we're trying to to do? And I I guess my question is are they saying this in comparison to other people? No. Or are they really like yo? Can I understand like where are we going in the sense of like a relationship? Are we getting married? Okay, cool. I got that established. But then the question will still arise, like, well, where are we going? And it's like, okay, what else do you want to know? You want to know my calling? 
I'm called to do this or this is my purpose. Do you fit this? If Is that what you want to know? Do you fit what I'm trying to do with my life or? Now, smoke apostle. Want all the smoke. All the smoke. All right. All right. So, check it. Check it. Check it. Right. Um, a woman will always be frustrated with a man that has no vision. Okay. I'm going to explain. Okay, okay. To okay. answer your question, right? So, she's craving or asking direction because it's our job as a man to provide it. Because we couldn't, God couldn't give us a help meet and she not have something to help with. Okay. So, Go ahead. I got a question. I got another question, but I can wait. What's about to happen, what the future is to come, because <clears throat> she has to know her place and her fit. Now, this poor woman is going to walk beside a man. I can't speak for all women. This is for women that are going to walk beside a man. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because here's what I here's what they. If I'm going to let you see for me, you check me, you hear me? If I'm going to let you see for me, then you got to tell me where we going. And I got to be secure. So listen, why don't you shout out? Because I'm letting you be my eyes, right? Mm. So why don't you shout out for me that we about to hit this right turn? Instead of snatching my arm when we get there. Oh, just because you the man don't mean you got you can't communicate with me. Right, right. So communicate with me that we about to hit this right turn. Communicate with me that this is going to be so... I, I think a lot of that... Now, there's a difference between nagging and desiring direction, okay? Mm. So, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, so I, I get the nag, but literally, if we really pay attention, a woman is designed to be guided, but to be helped. So what I'm saying is, is her being aside us is where she belongs. Mm-hmm. But, a, but a woman who is letting a man see, that's the thing. We don't really realize that, I mean, and I don't want to dive too much into submission, but a woman who is right there and is allowing a man to see on their behalf, that's called submission. Mm. And some of us men aren't hearing what they're saying because we're hearing with the wrong emotion. Wow. Wow. Because we're hearing from a place of insecurity because there are a lot of men that don't know where we're going. Wow. So I'm frustrated that you're asking me. Here's some truth. I'm really frustrated that you're asking me a question that I can't answer. What? What you what you what you mean? <laughs> that some of us cause some of us don't know where we're going. Okay. Some of us get into relationships and have no completely no idea of where we're going. When she and when the woman will ask us, what's the vision for your life? What do you what do you what do you see yourself in five years? And we can't answer. And guess what we are? We're frustrated now. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like you're calling me out. And you're asking me something I can't ask. What you want to know for? Wow. We just started dating. Right. What you asking me for? Yeah. I mean, but it, but it happens. It happens a lot, and that's why I was saying, like, oh, is it based on, like, what we see other people are doing? So you're looking at me like, well, what are you, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? But the other thing is, what I was gonna ask you. This correlates with this. What if you know what you're supposed to do, and they just like, I don't, I don't see you doing that. I don't want to do that. Cause I, I, I'm being transparent. Like I've dated a couple of chicks, and they kind of was like, okay, what this got to do with me? I'm like. Okay. Well, and it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, it, it literally didn't work out. Like they saw what I was doing and was like, "Why are you doing this for?" I tell them why I'm doing this, and it's kind of like I still don't understand. 
I, I, I think you should be doing something else. And it's like, but I know what I'm called to do. Do you even have a clue what you're called to do? You know what? Whatever. And then it's that's no, no, for real. And then it's just like, no, that's, no, no, that's you, it. No, you good. You good. No, you're talking good. You're good. I'm just saying, like, for me, like, when you arrive at that place where uh, where you found that woman, uh, you're, you're okay. Oh, man. Jay, you keep putting me out all here, dog. All the smoke. All the smoke. About, hey, y'all, say, uh, y'all, type in the, y'all type in the comments, all the smoke. <laughs> all the smoke, apostle. All right. Um, a, real, a real woman is not, trying to concur, is not trying to control a man's future. Nor is she trying to point him into what she feels that he should be doing. Here's what happens. All right. Now, when uh, women are are born incubators, basically. So whatever you say, they're going to incubate that until it manifests. They're going to always remind you that you said whatever. They're always going to whatever. So the question would be, is when you arrive at a situation like that is, did you see her in your future? Right. Because here's, because I'll be honest with you, straight up, my wife told me she didn't want to be a pastor's wife. That she didn't want, like, like, because, like, me, when we and my wife was dating, my wife met me at a different place in my ministry. My wife met me where I wasn't taking my, my I wasn't taking my ministry serious. Mm. So I was still smoking, I was drinking, I was mm. out there, I was clubbing, I was doing all of that. Mm-hmm. And my wife didn't want to. So watch this. She's, because you remember you said, like, they were like, oh, what's that got to do with me? Yeah. So my like she was like, oh, that's you. What's that got to do with me? But here's what's different. She huh. never tried to dictate. Watch this. She never tried to dictate who I was to be. So with her never trying to dictate who I was to be, I got to hear God on my direction on where I'm supposed to go. Here's what happened. When God pulled me, mm-hmm. she came too. Hmm. Here's what I'm saying is that she said in the beginning that she what she didn't want, right? Yeah. But here's what happened. I said, I saw her in my future. I knew she belonged with me. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I did not try to make her be something, nor did she try to make me be anything. But what I'm telling you is, is that when God called me out and he pulled me in, she came with me. Wow. So what I'm telling you is, is that when you are in the right space and you have um, the right person, they're not trying to, they're not trying to create an image or a vision for you. Wow. They're not trying to create an image or a vision for you. Woman has her place Uh and she's on the side then that means that's going to be her place. And it is not to, not to dictate to you your life, your purpose. Is Women should not be dictators. And I'm not saying silence the woman. But what I'm saying is, is that if the woman, hear me, is a woman, here we go, woman of God. If the woman, right, yeah. is hearing God, then the woman is also praying that you realize who you are. She's pregnant. You realize that you come into these things so that she can support those things that God says, not what she says. Mm. But I'm, 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 I'm talking, I'm talking grown woman stuff. This ain't no, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't, this ain't for the hot girl summer. This is, this is grown woman stuff. This is, this is 
this man is the man you're giving me. And so I'm going to talk to you about him because nobody knows him better than you. So, Lord, talk to him about himself. Like, I'm talking about some grown woman prayers. Like, Lord, Lord. up in the middle. Of, Lord, don't let him sleep at night. Yeah. Wake him up in the middle of the sleep and reveal to him who he is. You know, so I'm sorry. I'm, wow. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, it's, it's, it's that. It's, 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 it's that. It's, it's, it's that stuff, man. It's, it's that because sometimes we as men get so frustrated with ourselves that we haven't found out who we are yet. Then we'll let a woman tell us. Well, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna be transparent here. I don't care. All right. <clears throat> so me personally. Um, any any man that is watching this, they may be able to attest to this. So me personally, it's like I know where I'm supposed to be at, and it's frustrating to like see that I'm not there yet. Okay. And then it's like, well, I'm not saying it because I'm not gonna say her name. So I mean, obviously I'm talking to somebody, but in my head I'm thinking I'm like, man, I know where I'm supposed to be because I want her there with me. I know what she's called to do. I keep saying it, like, man, you got this and you got that and you got all these gifts. I actually wrote a song about this, like, years ago before I even met her. I wrote something like this where I'm like, you got all these gifts in you. You're not just supposed to be a housewife. You got all these gifts. Let's figure out what you're supposed to be doing, too. But in the same breath, I'm like, yo, I know where I'm supposed to be at because I had got the word, like, over 10 years ago. Dry, this is what this is what's going to happen. I'm like, so how how do I get there? And I think for, for me personally... <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Emmanuel the fool. But uh <laughs> but for me personally, it's frustrating looking at like, man, God, I know what you called me to do. But what what's funny is that I mean I'm being transparent. God, God used you to correct some things. Like, hey, you was doing it a certain way, it ain't gonna work this way. You gotta do it like this. Right? And you said that not last Sunday, but the the the, the Sunday before. And I'm like, okay. So basically, for the most part, that that's kind of like where I'm at. It was like, okay. And and even my homeboy said, well, Gerard, it's, it's it's not just your music. It's more than that. You're supposed to be. I get and I understood it. it was kind of like, well, how do I go about doing it? And so like, in reference to you talking about submission, something that uh um a, a fellow apostle, right, uh, one of your brothers in the faith, he had. Said he had told me that when I what a little bit after I joined the church, he said, "You see this man, be submissive, be submissive to him, submit to him, right?" And he was referencing you, and I was like, "Okay." And I think the other thing is, um, in reference to our this sex way and everything that we were saying earlier, yes, and, and, and in reference to us being accountable, knowing our worth as men. We, I, I would argue and say we need to get to a point where we find somebody, as far as a man is concerned, to be accountable to him because he plays a part in in a role model. Because, like, for a, certain point of time, for, for a certain point in time, sure, I would argue and say that, yeah, I agree. You may not have anybody to, like, kind of, like, show you how to do it, but you can still, you know, learn what you did wrong, correct those things. You can still do that. But... Even, I will say this, there's even people out there that say, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, well, how do you be a millionaire? You got to, like, study millionaires or be around millionaires and ask them questions and have them correct you and all these different things. I would say the same thing applies even with far as, like, men in the faith is that you actually need to find yourself submitted to a, 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 a pastor or an apostle or a teacher, whoever they are, as far as, like, authority is concerned, that God has said, okay, this is the person 
that I've called to operate in this office and be submissive unto them because I would still argue that they play a part in in leading you and guiding you, right? God will still tell you things like on your own personally, but this person is still a mouthpiece for you. They're supposed to, they're, they're a parent. There's a reason why they're called spiritual parents because there's something that they see and most parents, they're supposed to pull things out of their, out of their children, right? They see all these different things out of their kids. They're supposed to pull it. That's, yeah. That, that, that's, it's, it's, it's hard for men to do that. So, you know, and here's, here's my difference. So like, the apostle thing is cool. Mm. Pastoring is cool. Like, mm. but here's my here's here's what I learned from my here's what I learned from my father. Like my father was tangible, right? Mm. And I think that a lot of men don't have enough men that can meet them where they are. Mm. For always trying to pull them where they're supposed to be. Wow. But before before I can get you to where you're supposed to be, I gotta be able to meet you where you are. And I think that that's the especially in the church, like that's the thing. Everybody, every everything ain't a deacon. Everything ain't a preacher, right. you know. Everything, everything ain't something. Every just like, like just let it be a man, and and then you got to be able to hear man stuff. Like that's like, I think that my connection with people, I, I mean, I've been around the way. I didn't been, I didn't, I didn't been through it by choice. I I know what it's like to smoke. I know what it's like to drink. Mm-hmm. I, I I know what it's like to be bad to women. These issues. Mm-hmm. They have the lack thereof, and they need. First of all, I gotta be willing to hear them. I gotta be willing to not judge them. I gotta not to condemn them. These are all right. the things that happens in the church when somebody's trying to do something. Like you can't, like you can't get it. And so a lot of people, a lot of men don't change. A lot of men don't get the mentors and things that they need. Uh, it's because that you. I think people find Superman. And, and and men don't desire to have Superman. Men actually need Clark Kent wow. uh, that has the ability to put on the cape, not to wear the cape at all the time. Wow. And so, wow. you know, so if I'm going to have somebody mentor me or if I'm going to have somebody be a voice in my life, a role model, it's not so much that I have to be familiar with them, but at some space, I have to be okay with them being familiar with me. Wow. And that's what's, and that's the dynamic is that I've got to be willing to not be familiar and allow somebody to be familiar with me in order for me to be able to come out of the places that I'm in. It's because here's what I've learned in this season. And I've got one of the greatest voices uh, in the nation uh, over my life right now. I don't care what anybody says. Rock, rock, uh, Apostle Ryan Lestrange is one of the greatest voices in the nation right now. And here's what I, here's what I will not do. I will not become familiar with him. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. a refusal. I don't call him every day. As a matter of fact, I possibly talked to him on the phone literally twice in the last two years. Wow. But what I do is I've submitted myself to catching everything that I catch. We text uh, all the time. And so I'm fully submitted. And I'm invested in a way that he can be as familiar with me as he wants. I'll give him all of my stuff. But Marcus McIntyre does not desire to be familiar with him. Uh, I desire to honor him. I desire to grab everything that I can possibly get from him. And and so and so for me, that's where I want to be. I want to I want to see young men in this. I want to see young men be able to come to me and be like, say, Pastor, I got a problem with pornography. Mm-hmm. I want I want I want I want to be approachable. I want I want I want people to come to me and say, hey, Pastor, like Ben, you know, like I I, I really love the ladies and be where they are to hear that, but then have enough rapport to snatch them out of there slowly but surely be able to begin to do so and that happens with being tangible that happens with you know actually being able to hear and love and anybody will tell you you uh emmanuel any of the guys that know me will be able to tell you and they'll be able to say hey look man i told apostles some stuff 
mm. that somebody would have thrown me away for. Right. But literally, he walked with me through it to walk me out of. It. Right. I think we need, and we 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 need we need more of that. We need we that's vitally important. There's something that I think about when I hear people say like, we need men men to step up. We need them to do this. We need them to do that. And I think like part of that would be, you know what I'm saying, having somebody to help them pull them out of certain things in order for them to step up. So, okay, back to the smoke. Back to the smoke. <laughs> oh, man. This is actually right. long. This is really long. This, I usually don't go this long. Like I have done, I have gone on like this before. So, but it's going to be worth listening to on this podcast. Don't turn the podcast <laughs> off. I'm trying to tell you. It's some good stuff. So let me ask you this question. Yes, sir. What do we do? Because I've said this before. And I feel as though it, it, it would just, I, I just, I really want to know what you think now at this point. Okay. Yes, I, there's things yes, I've said, I've, things I've heard when I hear like sisters say, we need the men to step up. We need the men to step up. We need them to do this. And I'm like, okay. One, we do have men that step up. We do have men that are actually doing what they need to do for our responsibility or even operating their calling and their purpose. Cute. Cool. But my thing is, what about the men that you're wanting to step up? What's going to happen when they step up because I asked this question before I said it on, a, on on my own live before I said my question was is he stepping up to be pleasing unto you or is he stepping up to be pleasing unto God which is going to actually bless you which one do you want so my question is <laughs> I told you all the smoke <laughs> so I'm serious no this is real this is really real because it's like my, my thing is we hear people say step up step up step up it's like okay so when he steps up what are you gonna do? So, like, how, how, how does that look, and how, and as far as men is concerned, I, this is the, I, I, I guess this is the question I would want to ask. When women are dealing with a man that is actually not like the other men that they're used to dealing with, how does a man? Ah, it's the server. I want to say this. How should a man operate with a woman that's not accustomed to a man? Being a, being a good being basically being the type of man that she needs him to be. Does that make sense? What I'm what I'm asking? I, I hear you, but I, I don't know what you want me to answer first. I like you got it. I don't know. I don't know what oh, you man. want me to answer okay, first. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, you you asked me about step about stepping up. I don't know what you want me to answer first. Okay, like, what my you bad. Want me to uh, let's first. let's look back. Right. Let's yeah. back. Because she said what now? Let's back. Because it's 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 really it's a it's the question is like loaded loaded. So because you asked me you asked me about you asked me about the first question was about stepping up. Like right. women say that. So I, I mean I so all right okay all right so um, <laughs> I think that some women want men to step up, but they on the staircase. So like I think that there's women that are yelling at men, yo step up, but they on the step that they want the man to be on. Oh. So I really think that I, I really at now this is not in all cases. So I'm going to say in some cases. I want you to hear me. In some cases, men are ye- women are yelling, "Man, step up!" And literally, if the man will probably have to yell, "Get out the way," because there are some women that are so independent, trying to really get a man, and they want him to step up. What they really doing is they on the step in the way, not even giving the man a chance to step. So they, they've been so independent doing stuff they wait for so long, then all of a sudden 
they want to be vulnerable or at that time at a certain place where they don't want to do nothing they want the man to step up and there are a lot of strong women that have been strong for themselves for so long doing it they wait by the time they really say hey come on up here or step up they really only want you to step on the step for a minute mm. And so by the time a man, and I'm not talking about lazy men. I'm talking about a man that's willing to step up. That man will step. He'll take the step. But he can only be on the step for so long before the woman try to push him back. And that's not even wow. order. That's not, that's, not, that's, not even, that's not even right order. Because like it, it, here's, here's some truth. If we take his steps, we take his steps together. You get, you get, you get what you, you So if, if we step in, if I'm a man, I'm going to take the step. Grab her hand, and as I'm going, I'm hey, like, hey, 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 we, we going up, <laughs> yeah, hey, we going yeah, up, yeah. we going up. But then I think that there's a there's a there's the there is the lazy man. There is mm -hmm. the whole idea of the lazy man, and the lazy man does need to you know does need to stop being lazy. I get that. Absolutely. I feel like because we're in a time that if we realize that when a man doesn't step up, a woman will. Yep. And you and and you can and you can tell that biblically. If we want to be biblically sound, you can tell that biblically when Moses doesn't circumcise uh the uh the uh, the, the, the kids that he, the kids he's supposed to, uh the Bible says that God was going to kill him. And if it was not for his wife, yep. uh doing what she did, he would have died. So I think that there is still a portion of us that when a man is not willing to, women will. But mm -hmm. uh and 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 now here is the thing: a good woman will step up, but stay beside. A good woman will step up and stay on the side. A good woman will step up and stay on the side. I will say that. <laughs> I will say that. Stepping up don't mean in front. No, no, no. I'm tracking. I'm just like I've never heard that. <laughs> so yeah, step, step. A woman who steps up doesn't mean she has to step in front. Hmm. There's no way to step up and still stay on the side. Yeah. And the problem, and the problem is we have progressed in such a way that women who step up automatically feel like they got the pants. So I stepped up, I stepped in front. Follow me. Mm. I got the job. Follow me. I got this. Follow me. Yeah. He ain't got this. Follow me. I've been doing this. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Follow me. But a good woman gonna be able to have whatever bread she got. She gonna make that good bread and still be on the side. A good woman, and I'm I'm just saying like, and I ain't saying like he lazy or nothing, but I'm saying like these roles that changed that have she may have uh she may be she may be in a different economy bracket, yep. but that has not changed her place. Yeah, yeah. Now so. I think that's the thing that we 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 see a lot, and this goes back into like a man and his worth. Cause some men think, well, man, I ain't making as much money as she's making. I'm not a man. Or somebody, somebody for some strange odd reason may be in a financial situation, especially with what's going on right now with the coronavirus, where like he can't work. And it's like, man, I'm not a man because I can't this, 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 this. And you got somebody beating them down, whoever they, you know what I'm saying? Not even not the person they're in a relationship with, but it could be outside people that's like, well, man, you know, you supposed to be this, 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 this. It's like, bro, I can't control that. So, but it, it, and, I, and that's how I was saying this. All all these guys that you guys are listening to, it, it it is pride, absolutely, Pastor. It is pride, and so it segues to like our our our, our worth. What is our worth? Because we 
We, I was laughing at some of the comments. Clack said, "Who teaches them that?" <laughs> mm. My big, my big bro said, "Who teaches them that?" Who teaches them that? I'm curious. Who, who, who's teaching them that? I, there was a young lady I used to date. I used to, she used to say some weird stuff. I used to be like, "Yo, who taught you that?" Like, so that's why I'm like, "Who's teaching? Who's teaching them this?" You know what I mean? So, but um, I think. This is a lot. This is good. This is good, Apostle. This is really good. Hey, and you, I want to keep you, going, you man. Good, you ask, you, you ask, you ask some, you ask some, you ask some good questions, man. I just, I feel a certain kind of way about men. So when you ask me to come on, man, like I feel a certain kind of way. Yeah. I feel a certain way about men. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I it's like, again, I feel like, like that's why I say, man, I have a heart to restore the man. Mm-hmm. Cause I know what it's like to be a broken man. And I think that, you know, when uh, men don't know how to discuss being broken, mm-hmm. uh, there's a part of me, there's a part of us that uh, we don't want to expose our flaw to another man. And it's an ego thing. It's a, it's a pride thing. But it's also a thing because men are so competitive. And, you know, and the competitive nature of a man will always stop you from exposing when weaknesses are exposed uh, um you know that's the, i take advantage of what you expose to me wow um, and yeah. so that's that's the hard part of men really you know coming from brokenness to a blessed place or even trusting someone to get them there and 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 to be honest women heal different than men Mm. Um, and so because women heal different than men, we don't all heal the same. I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but just as, as crazy as it sounds, even though man was built with a certain amount of strength, mm-hmm. hear me, women were built in a such a way because they're nurturers, right? Yeah, yeah. That a lot of women do self-nurturing and get themselves back where they need to be. And men don't. Men literally normally are waiting for someone to help them heal uh, or they're waiting for the doctor. They need someone where women are really, it sucks to say it, but women uh, can be really self-sufficient. And that's the hard part of becoming one with someone that knows how to be self you know self-sufficient right notice right. notice that when you've been in relationships there are certain things that uh, we do as men let's just look at it from our perspective uh-huh. that we do as men that we possibly wouldn't recover from listen mm-hmm. but we do it to them yeah just think about just really really think really think about that really think about how how that and, and and it's it's a mechanism in there and here's when you really begin to talk about the value of a woman that's why we gotta that's why men that's why we gotta be careful how we treat them yeah that's why we that's why we have to be careful how we treat them and and i be, and I, I firmly believe that you know it's it's men um that you know especially when you have a woman so this let me go ahead really quick especially when you have a woman at a different level than what you're called to uh, she feels like you're settling in a space or whatever the case may be, here's what happens. She's, check this out, she's hurt by you staying in potential. Wait, hold on, repeat all of that. Wait a minute. <laughs> repeat that again. The, the, this woman is hurt by you dying or staying in potential. Here's what we're called to do as men. When he said be fruitful and multiply, it was not just about children. Mm. We limited to children, but be fruitful and multiply was more than children. 
Be fruitful and multiply says be a producer, son. Mm. I don't, I'm not producing anything in potential. Wow. Potential is the state of what I could be. So a lot of women has gotten us in the stage of what we could be. A lot of women have gotten us in the stage of what we could be. Okay. Yes. Check this out because imagine this. You have the potential to tour and I told you to open up for all kinds of R&B artists yep. and still be who you are. The potential. Yeah. But imagine if you have a studio at home that you never use. Yeah, exactly. And your wife comes in and she's looking at the studio equipment not being used. Yeah. Guess what else isn't being used? She's not being used. You not being I'm used. I'm not, not being used, yeah. yeah. So she's hurt at the fact, the level she sees you at, of what you could be doing, you're not doing. You're literally living beneath your potential. Because here's what you can't do. You can't give her the vision of a thing and then not go after the vision. Mm. So your vision is your studio. You invested in it, didn't you? Yeah. Did you know you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So your bit. So the so she got to come in to what you invested in. She's looking at it. Mm. So I'm looking. So this one. So women, they're looking because their job. They're looking at that investment. How can I see that investment go from potential to producing? Best. Best moment ever. Best moment. Best moment. Best moment. Best moment in a movie ever. I don't care what anybody has to say, and I, people can call me hood if they want to. Best moment in a movie ever. Hustle and flow. Best moment in a movie ever. I'm gonna oh, show you the yeah. best moment. The best moment is when she bought that lava lamp. The lava I don't care about lamp. Nothing. Yep. I don't care nothing about the whole movie. I don't care nothing about the whole movie. The best moment is when she bought the lava lamp. You want me to tell you how? How? Here's why. She saw him watching music videos. She saw a top producer, right? She saw a top producer with that lava lamp in the studio. So what she does is she takes what little she has. Come on, listen, I'm about to preach. She takes what little that she has, invests it, and goes and gets him what the top has. Now, mind you, his equipment ain't even as great as what's on that video that she saw. Right. But the lava lamp represents I see in you what you see in yourself. So I'm about to invest in you. So everybody else can watch that whole movie. See, I I got something completely different from that whole movie. I saw the lava lamp. She loved him enough to get the lava lamp. Listen, I'm telling you, let let, let me tell you. You gotta, you, men, if y'all come on here and watch this, you gotta get you a lava lamp woman. You, you gotta get you a woman that's willing to invest in what you know and the place you're going. And she never got in front. Remember, you never could see her in the studio. You never, she was, she was never in there trying to be in the way. She wasn't trying to wreck his dream or, or be a part of his dream. She wasn't trying to make a life out of what he was called to. She was trying to get him to what he was called to. Oh, man. I'm just, <laughs> listen. Listen, listen. So that that's the problem. And then, uh, so a lot of us men don't know how to handle that type of woman hmm. because that type of woman is the also the type of woman that will say, "Here's what. Here's what. Here's the hard part, baby. That ain't good." I'd rather I'd rather somebody say that. Like, tell me your thoughts. What do you think? 
and I don't like it. Like, but not like, but like, do some, um, uh, give like a healthy critique, like constructive criticism. What, what, what can I do to change it? What do you think I can do to fix it? Well, well, well ask yourself this. Like, now you would want that, but now ask yourself, could your emotions handle that? One side of me, I'm being transparent, y'all. One side. <laughs> no, you know, we, we're talking. We, we talking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, and Vivian, you're right. You say that until it happens. So, like, one side of me is kind of like, I may feel, some, I may feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? I may feel some type of way, but I would, I know at least me, I would prefer somebody behind closed doors to tell me what they think versus me give it to the whole world and then they say X, Y, Z. Because I think yeah, and, no, see, no, you would no, see, and because that's your you're mature. But what what happens is, is the an immature man will take the correction, B- baby boy. Listen, you need to not do that no more, or you need like, or let's bring it into the church, baby boy. Listen, you've been doing whatever you've been doing, but you ain't about to do that with me. So let me tell you about yourself. Uh-huh. You ain't about to do that with me. Matter of fact, you need to be at the altar. Matter of fact. Guess what? There's some men that can't handle that. Because you know what some men see that as? Some men that don't want to change, they'll make that be disrespectful. So mm-hmm. I'm talking about you being a mature man. You're asking, you said, I'm a mature man. So you said, you know what? This is what I would rather have than to live below or to live beneath or to live mediocre or to be investing in something that may not go anywhere. This is what I would rather have. But there are some people that are built a certain way and they don't want that investment. They, 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 they don't they don't they don't they don't want that because here's what you here's what we do from jump street you make an investment as a man you make an investment in her and she's going to make an investment into you and the reason why you're going to do that is because god invested god invested his breath in the man god invested he got god god made an investment the vision that a man has in it is an investment from heaven mm-hmm. the revelation on the thing to do of what we're supposed to do that's an investment from heaven god expects a return so right. you make an investment in her you, that's a, as a man, you're supposed to make an investment in her. An investment ain't got to be semen. Investment can be seed and not be seen. Wow. I'm sorry, y'all. He preaching. <laughs> he is preaching. <laughs> so that investment uh, will have a return on it. And that return can be something birthed in the earth that is legacy. It doesn't have to be a baby naturally to be birthed in the earth. So again, that's just me. I'm sorry. I'll, no, I'll no, 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 no. That's good. That's good, because um, that's something I talked about um, in, in my book, Why I Love. At the end of the day, it's about it's about legacy, but you you are right. It's not going to always be in the sense of producing a physical child as well. I, I should have put that in the book. I don't know if I did, but you're right. I agree. No, but you're right. I'm like, you, as soon as you said, I'm like, man, he's right. It's not just about a kid, but it's about, like, what you put out in the earth, like, Basically, she plays a part in helping you, helping you birth it. In a, in a sense, you have the seed, and she helps you cult. She helps you cultivate that same thing as well. She helps you, and being fruitful and multiplying that thing to where it affects. Wow. Well, she well it it, it, it better it it better it, it should it should be that way because you can't yell. We're bone to bone, and we are flesh of flesh. Mm-hmm. That means I can't hurt without you hurt. That right. means that, that that so it's like it, the investment is dual. When you make the investment, you know the return is coming back, but it's not coming back just for her. Mm. It's coming back for you. Like so, uh, that that's a lot of that's a lot of things. That's a lot of things that we don't 
that we don't get, that we don't do. And again, man, it take it took me bumping my head to get here. So this ain't just some. I'm just hey, Mac got knowledge, Mac got whatever. No, man, like like Mac was a horrible dude. Mac never wanted to see women get done the way that I did women, or mm. or, or I didn't want to be that that guy. Like I was extremely horrible. Like there are not very men. There 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 are no. There's not one woman that existed I've dated in my life that can ever say that they got what my wife got from me uh, because I wasn't that dude. So I literally, the reason why I am the way I am about y'all is my sons, those who are my friends. Uh, and, and what I mean by friend is I have to be able to correct you. So a lot of, I don't have a lot of friends like that because, you know, I'm called to something different. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is like I was such a dog, I had to learn relationships. Like a lot of people, like, you know, we talk about evangelism, outreach, all that stuff. Like, those are my strengths. No, my real strength is relationships. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like, no, tomorrow. I can show you biblically. I can show you, you know, just naturally. And so when you, when you talk about a man, I want to build men that actually know how to handle marriage, that know mm-hmm. how to handle women, um, because that's, that's my thing. That's why... If you notice how I am about the women in the church, like and a lot of people don't know this, but like I tell the women of our church, like, hey, look, you you date somebody, bring them through me. You you date you date a man, let me clear that for you. You 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 date somebody, bring them bring them through my office. Like I, I want to know if they for real about you. Like that's just that's me. Why? Because I know the game. I know the game so well that I'ma tell you. And 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 I'ma tell him. That's right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let him I'm that and that that's just me. Uh I listen, I, I love I love the Lord. Yes mm-hmm. I do. Uh yeah, I do. But listen, uh ain't nobody's exempt from getting slapped. Amen. All right, keep Amen. Going. Amen. Right, Praise God. <laughs> no, Pastor, that's good. Fellas, um brothers brothers and sisters, y'all, I, I really hope that um you guys picked up a lot of stuff that Apostle McIntyre was putting down. Um, again, I'm going to be editing the podcast, guys, so you won't have to hear all the pauses and stuff like that. Um, so uh, my, my podcast is called Supposed to Be Different. Um, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. There's a other a couple of different uh, podcasts. So um, just give me like a little bit. I'm going to try to edit it today and tomorrow, and I'm going to post it. I'm going to tag you in an apostle. And... Um, yeah, yo, this this was good. This was good. I think uh, the next time, and I can always record my stuff too. So um, the next time we do this, because I know Pastor uh, Pastor Nicole, she said uh, a part two. She she was mentioning a part two. So um, we can use your we, we can use what you use as well, and I'll still just be asking uh, a man, bunch I really of questions. Thank you. Plus, you got it, man. But listen, I, I want to tell you publicly, man. I thank you for inviting me on. Uh, oh, I don't take it lightly. I don't take it lightly uh, that y'all who do. Who are around, man? I don't take it lightly uh, for y'all to uh, show me love, to bring me on your public platform uh, to to express whatever, man. So uh, uh, again, man, just so I'm not saying nothing in the back room that nobody doesn't know, man. I, I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm extremely uh, thankful for your investment in our church. A lot of people don't even know that you moved from Colleen to be here. Uh, and, you know, we were one of those, you know, things that you know drew you in, you know. Uh, to be here, man. So I'm thankful for uh, your devout work uh, to the kingdom, uh, your 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 diligence to our church, man, and how you love on my family. So, uh, man, I, I I love you, and then I appreciate you. Thank you for me. thank you for having me on your show. Word. I appreciate and it. Apostle, I love you. I appreciate you, look, man. Like from the very first time that Dr. Uh, Alexis McClinton 
posted your video like it was like 2018 i was like who just the stuff that you said resonated so like i was like and then we ended up chopping it up so it was like yeah i'm 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 appreciative i appreciate the 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 welcoming that i received even before i even joined the church even when i just would visit occasionally like it was always welcoming it was always warm and all it was it's appreciative i I really appreciate that It, it it means a lot apostle it means a lot but yeah, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. This was a dope podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, we're going to definitely have to do a part a part two to this. Definitely. Um, so just real quick. Hey, guys, thank you for checking out the podcast. This is supposed to be a different podcast. This is episode 33, My Brother's Keeper featuring Apostle Marcus McIntyre. Uh, thank you guys again, and Apostle. Thank you guys. Guys, in the comments, uh, preferably on Facebook. I didn't see too many people on YouTube. Thank you guys for the comments. Thank you for your insights. Thank you for your thoughts. Pastor Nicole, I'm scheming now because you got stuff to say. So now I want both of y'all on this. So I'm like, like low key, I think this is important. I think, and I guess you guys, you guys will let me know. This is going to be really interesting, but I think I would like to, if we do a part two or when we do a part two, I would actually like both of you guys' perspective. Now, the reason why I say that. Because we're, going, we're still talking about in reference to men, but now how does it look when you got a married couple talking about it? You'll be the second married couple as far as like a podcast is concerned where I actually talked about stuff like this, and I got both parties' perspective. And I think it's going to be vitally important. It's going to be vitally important. I feel like it's going to like break stuff. It's going to break stuff off of people. When I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like both of y'all are going to be talking because I think for some people, they're going to actively see a healthy marriage, right? And they're going to see how it looks to communicate with one another when somebody's asking questions or giving scenarios, and they're just going to see how it looks, and it's going to break things. Yeah. All right. Please, please, Pastor Nicole, I want you guys both to get on the next one since she, since she said part two. Please and thank you. <laughs> please and thank she, you. I'm down with it. She got it, man. I'm with it. I'm with it.